1: Shopify already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash wondery, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com wondery to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com wondery.
2: guys, it's Megan. And it's Rachel. And you're listening to The Daily Dish. We're recording from Bravo HQ at 30 Rock. Well, I am. Rachel, you're sick in Brooklyn. I'm sick and I'm in Brooklyn, sadly. I just keep
3: getting sick this year. This is like the second time in 2017. Terrible. I know.
2: I, I need to stay indoors, apparently. But I know it'll make you feel better. Talking about Vanderpump Rules.
3: Yes! And Real Housewives
2: <laughs> of Beverly Hills. And, oh my gosh, we have an interview with Kyle Richards.
3: I mean, if anything's going to give me life, it's
2: going to be that interview with Kyle Richards. Uh, She was amazing and stayed after to talk about other housewives. Not even current ones, past ones. And it was... It was amazing. It was good. Uh, But we'll get to that in a minute. First, I want to talk about The Bachelor trip. Oh, sweet
3: Tom and Katie. Getting ready to go down that aisle. Going to New Orleans, mad at each other.
2: <laughs> but first, should we hear a word from our sponsor? Yes, definitely. Uh, do you want it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come and get it. Mm-hmm. This episode
3: is brought to you by Drink Hankies from Princesses Long Island. Oh, R.I.P. I know.
2: What a great show. Before it's time, I think. Yeah. So, Bachelor Party Part One Ugh. The gang is in New Orleans mm-hmm. and Well, no, let's start from the beginning. I think it's funny that before this group even left for New Orleans for the bachelor party, they felt like they needed a send-off party for that party. (laughs) So Sheena decides to host a get-together at her mom's house, and it's like a pool party with tacos. Yeah. And the reason... I bring this up, is really for Tom Schwartz's fashion choice, which was a salmon-colored muumuu. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. Interesting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I got, if he was wearing that to work or something, but he was going to like a pool party. He clearly bought it at the beach somewhere. I was like, whatever, you're wearing like a pre-pool outfit.
2: But as he said, it's, it's like, the thing you put on when you're just giving up. Oh, man.
3: That was, like, the saddest sentence I think I've ever heard. And then you look at him and you're like, yep, that is a man in a mumu who has given up. Yeah,
2: and, like, Katie was hanging out by herself, just, like, drinking <sighs> alone. Ugh. Yes. And uh, then, you know, Sheena's like, just go over and give her a kiss. Kisses fix everything. <laughs> Which it was Ugh. just like amazing. Which is amazing because clearly kisses did not
3: fix everything.
2: And they don't. Like, what terrible advice. <laughs> if, like, if I'm pissed at someone, don't you dare touch me. Like, I don't I know. Even want I love when,
3: when Katie was like literally like dodging him, like trying to be like, don't touch me. What are you doing? Like, bad That's advice, Sheena. So None funny. of this worked out. Oh, but speaking of Katie and Tom, so they're fighting because of Tom and Ariana. And the saddest moment of the episodes, there were a lot of downs in this episode, but the saddest moment of the episode for me was when Ariana, oh no, when Katie was like, do I need to be blonde? Do I need to be skinnier? Do I need to be named Ariana for you to respect me? I was like,
2: oh What do I got to do for you to respect me? I knew you were going to comment on that because like even watching it, I was like, oh. That's sad.
3: It was just so sad. But also, Katie, it's not Ariana's fault. Like, I get that they're there and they're a symbol of your anger at Tom, but like, I didn't feel like Ariana did anything to Katie, really.
2: I just, I I think that it's, I mean, we've kind of said this before, but it's like, she didn't want Ariana and her wedding party for a reason. She doesn't like her and that's fine. Not everyone is everyone's cup of tea. But now it's become an issue because Schwartz just disregarded that and was like, well, we'll still put her in the wedding anyway, and I'll just make her a good So now she's, like, forced to interact with this person she already doesn't care for and who's kind of been rude to her and her friends. I don't know. I just – I can kind of see her side on this one. I think she shouldn't have gone to the – bridal shower like
3: that's where i think right. things went badly like you're not in her right. bridal party she didn't want you like why did she go to that she shouldn't have gone right katie shouldn't have invited her because i think that was the impetus of all of this drama
2: uh the other thing that really stuck out to me okay so this is this is very small but Jax sees a wet dog and he goes oh is that my dog and it reminded me because in case fans have forgotten stassi now owns his family dog because when they were together and lived together for that brief amount of time she bonded with the dog so when they broke up she was like i'm keeping this dog so when he said that, I was just like, oh my god, I completely forgot. Like, that is the craziest thing to me. Right. I mean, what
3: would you do if Aaron was like, I'm taking the cats?
2: Ugh, I would die. I mean, I would do a murder suicide before I let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> you and the cats. <laughs> if I can't have them, no one can.
3: <laughs> what was I gonna talk about? Oh, Sorry, this is going back to Tom and Katie, which happens in New Orleans too. Tom and Ariana bring up to both Tom and Katie. Maybe they're fighting, not because of Tom and Ariana and all this Ariana stuff, but that there's other issues there.
2: Right. Well, and Katie says that at the pool party. She's like, there's more happening than these people even know. Right. And like a high five is not going to fix it. Right. Um, which we got a sneak peek of in the next on. Right. That whole Vegas trip is coming back to haunt him.
3: Right. I guess that never got put to bed. Pun intended.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's move on to New Orleans. Yes. So the group arrives, and Sheena and Shay immediately go off to celebrate their second Uh, wedding anniversary. Oh, my God.
3: Can I just say, boudoir photos, kiss of death.
2: Yes, Never. for Yolanda and David, <laughs> and now for Sheena and Shay. Can I just say, couples? Else, has anyone else done them? Um, I'm. Just, well, but, but we can say Kim did it for Croy, and they are still together, and, you know.
3: But their love is is no, no mere mortals. They're not, like, that's not ordinary love. Right. They're their beyond, love supersedes
2: all. Right, right. Yeah.
3: Um. But yeah, boudoir pictures, kiss so, of death, don't do them.
2: And, I don't know, it, the whole thing was sad because they are, were treating this anniversary dinner as a sort of, like, celebration of triumph. Like, we did it, we're definitely going to make it because the first year was the hardest, but we're over it and we fixed our problems. That's heartbreaking to watch knowing that this couple goes on to separate. Uh, it was it was so heartbreaking to watch. It, that's the word for it. You're just kind of
3: like, ah, oh. I can't imagine... Being Sheena watching that now, but it also right. makes me wonder what was really happening because it, I right. can't imagine that everything was all hunky dory during their first or their second anniversary.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just know that every week I'm waiting for like the moment, the cracks to start to show. But
3: I know, I know, didn't
2: happen this episode.
3: No, it didn't. Can
2: I just comment Um, on
3: everyone's really cute bathing suit, though, at the pool party earlier, and specifically Sheena's. I was loving. She had, like, a lot of side boob
2: that I really liked. mm. Okay, so then the the group, they start the bachelor-bachelorette party. Uh, They go down Bourbon Street. They go to the bar. Oh, can I just talk about a small moment before they go out? So Katie and
3: Tom... Lisa Vanderpump gives Katie and Tom their, like, honeymoon suite or bachelor and bachelorette suite at the hotel. And Katie goes to read the card, and she's like, oh, my God, it's a date card, which is a Bachelor reference, which made me be like, Katie, can we please talk about The Bachelor? If we ever interview her, I'm going to go deep on The Bachelor with her because I'm so excited that she made a Bachelor reference. It was awesome.
2: I don't get it because I don't watch it. So what's a date card? So, like, all the girls are, like,
3: in a house or a hotel or wherever they are. And Nick, the current bachelor or the bachelor, whoever it is, of that season, sends a card and it'll be like, Megan, see, hope you like sand because things are about to get... Beachy, And then you have to oh, kind of like... Oh, and it's like the <laughs> announcement of like, we're going on a date. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's like, it takes three to tango. And then it'll be like, Megan, Rachel, this is the double date or something. And then me and you would Whoa. go on a date together, but only one of us make it.
2: Would get the rose?
3: No, but then the other one gets left stranded on a beach. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This show is a lot.
2: Just yeah. Just from the sounds of it. <laughs> it's really, really cutthroat. Anyway...
3: <laughs> That made me really happy.
2: So let's fast forward to the end of the episode. Well, not the end. The, the last location where they're at this bar. It's uh, Pat O'Brien's, I think. It is definitely it was, it was Pat, Pat O'Brien's. <laughs> because
3: I've been there and I was like, I know what bar you're at. That is Pat O'Brien's.
2: I think everyone's been there. Like, that's on the list of, like, where you're supposed to go when you're in New Orleans. When she was, like, my favorite bar, and I was like, is Paddle Pride your favorite
3: bar in New Orleans, New Orleans native? That's your favorite one? I was kind of surprised.
2: Okay. Stassi and Jax have the most unpredicted, for me, conversation. I just did not see that confrontation between them happening. Not even confrontation. More like this resolution. I had no because, idea that Jax had been causing problems in
3: her relationship. Like, that was a big oh, reveal d- to me.
2: It, I, she had mentioned it on a couple reunions ago that, like, the reason her boyfriend wouldn't be around is because she did, he didn't want to be around Jax. Oh. Um, but, I don't know. It was just... It was kind of like, this was something that I thought they were past, but it's clear that like, she's not past it because she never got the apology she wanted, and it was kind of like, amazing as any girlfriend who's ever been cheated on, been wronged, it was like a moment of vindication for all of us, where we're like, yes, we all deserve this apology, Jax. (laughs) On
3: behalf of all wronged women. Thank you.
2: Exactly,
3: but I totally got that right away that Brittany got upset. I was like, I would be really yes. upset oh, too, totally, because they had that like intense eye contact of like, my soul is touching your soul right now, and I understand. Right. And like witnessing my boyfriend do that with someone else would flip me out. And she has every right to be like, and also you can't apologize to me ever. Why are you able to? Right, you know. Totally. But then again, it took seven years for him to apologize to Stassi. So.
2: Yes. Five years or
3: something. So it might be a little while, Brittany.
2: I hope this does not sour Brittany and Stassi's relationship because I love that they're friends. I know. I don't think it would. Also, Brittany, I loved her jumpsuit thing that night. Everyone
3: looked cute.
0: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Wondery, rocketmoney.com, slash, Wondery.
2: And then, Sandoval ruined everything.
1: <laughs> I just had to go up to
2: Katie at her bachelorette party and talk about, like, maybe you guys should be going to therapy. No one should be fighting this much. Okay,
3: but if it's, like, two weeks to the wedding or something like that, like, oh, he's not wrong. Right, right. Like, at what point do you say, like, at what point do you tell your friend, like, but really, dude, do you want to marry this girl? Or, like, but really, do you guys think this is a good decision? Like, you yeah. guys, I don't know. Like, I under, and also, they're all wasted. I don't think that he, like, went into that night being like, I'm going to talk to Katie about this. But I think that, like, yeah. she was probably, she she looked like she was not having a good time, had a little bit of a sour puss on her face. He probably went over to talk to her, and then that happened. I don't know, though. I can't speak for Tom Sandoval. Maybe it was all planned.
2: All I know is I can't wait for next week's episode. Ugh. It's going to be amazing. Yes. And, I mean, I'm I'm sad to even bring this up, Rachel, because you weren't here for I'm it. I am super sad. But I got to talk to Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. And <sighs> I they were so great and uh, just revealed a lot about what's to come. But also, Tom Schwartz started crying. What?! I'm not going to tell you why, though. You guys are going to have to wait. He to hear cried. The yes, I couldn't even look at him because he was so beautiful and crying. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pretty. But yeah, I, I can't. I can't reveal all. All right, that just wouldn't be right. You have to come back and listen to it, and yeah, then we can talk about the rest of that bachelor party. Yes. So, moving on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes! Second part of their trip to Mexico. This is when, this is a continuation. Last time we saw Lisa Renna arriving after Kyle had found out that she was supposedly saying all this stuff about Kyle and Kim. So, Kyle's pissed but doesn't want to ruin a good trip. So she says she's giving, like, the Beverly Hills fake, hi, how are you? <laughs> Even though deep down she's like, I can't stand to look at you. Right. Um, and pretty much they go right into Mauricio's party, the launch party of the agency's new office in Punta Mida. Um, Before we get into, like, the conversation that happened,
3: I just quickly want to give a shout-out to Mauricio and Ken's dancing throughout the night. <laughs> Like, literally at one point, Kyle's like, where's Lisa Renner or something? And he's like, and Mauricio's like, I don't know, moving his shoulders and, like, having a great time. And I was like, "Oh, He was having Mauricio the best time to... of
2: anyone ever. Yeah,
3: Mauricio just wants to dance. But, yeah, so then that that conversation happens between Kyle and Kim, thanks to Erica Girardi. Who was really great about it. Like, she yes. wasn't
2: trying to start anything. <clears throat> she was simply saying, like... You guys are having a conversation, and I have intel, and I don't want to pretend – I don't want to play dumb, but I also, like, this isn't my conversation to have. You need to go talk to Kyle. Right. And, and immediately Lisa Ren is like, what did I do? What? What? Like, she has no idea. She has no idea. And Kyle's like, well, basically, I've heard
3: that Eden Sassoon has told Lisa Vanderpump, has told – I've heard several things that basically Kim is close to death. I'm an en- I'm an enabler – And we're all just terrible people, essentially. Oh, and then Lisa Renna is like, I don't think I said that. I refuse to believe that I said that. I remember saying that. That's really heavy. I've tried to be really selective with my words. Lisa Vanderpump was like, careful with your words. You were the one that uh, said to Kim, well, let's talk about your arrest. Like, you call that being careful with your words. And just kind of like, keep, and Lisa Renna just gets kind of pushed further and further into this corner of like, You've said terrible things. You're not owning up to it. But she's honestly like, I don't remember you guys, and I think it's Eden Sassoon's fault. And it basically turns into Lisa Renna says, I don't remember. Eden Sassoon is, is throwing me under the bus.
2: But it was like I don't know, I, Lisa Renna was not giving a satisfactory answer. Yeah. Like it was kind of this wishy-washy, like, I don't remember. But if I did say it, I didn't mean it maliciously. And what I wanted the women to say to her is, okay, well, do you think it? Like right now in right. this moment, do you think Kyle's an enabler? Right. Because that will prove
3: if you said it or not. And I was going to say, when she talks to Harry Hamlin on the phone later with, by the way, I wish I could always call Harry Hamlin for advice because he was so calming and lovely. He mentioned Kyle's enabling. So to me... Right. Not only that, but the footage that Bravo –
2: So, yeah, we saw the flashback. Like We as an audience know she said it. Right. And it's just – I don't know. It's kind of – how do you not remember that? But I honestly don't think she did in that moment. No, I don't think she did either.
3: But I think that she was wishy-washy because she has maybe said it to Harry. She has maybe thought it before, but never thought she had said it out loud in front of cameras. So I think that maybe – she it's something she has thought before but was like there's no way I said that out loud there's no and way and that's
2: the test if you were to say i never even thought those things then that puts it to bed but she right. wasn't saying that um, i mean and it's
3: all going to come out
2: like i cannot wait to read all their blogs this week because the footage is there it's 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 there well the blogs are starting to come in, and they are good. And actually, the blogs are something that we talk about with Kyle. Um, just for our audience, Rachel and I are both digital producers at Bravo, and that means we work on different shows. So Beverly Hills is one of my shows. That means that I'm constantly emailing with the ladies kind of taking care of everything on the digital side for Beverly Hills all those great moments you see at BravoTV.com and so they send their blogs to me um sometimes on time sometimes not but you know okay so I will say though with everything that happened in that conversation Kyle was not super upset. No. She was kind of like believing her for the most part and saying, if you didn't say it, you need to stick up for me from now on and not let her get away with saying that stuff. But my point is, all in all, Kyle was not like furious, flipping tables or anything like that. So when Lisa Rinna ran outside and – cried sobbing basically i was like well this reaction isn't really measuring to what just happened i think it was she i think that maybe she realized she said something
3: that was really hurtful she was being confronted with it she was kind of surrounded by all these women in this corner i i could see being overwhelmed by that and i feel like she never would want to hurt kyle i feel like her and kyle get on well so i feel like she is probably upset because she's like, I really messed up. This is terrible. Why would I say that? Did I say I think she just got really overwhelmed in a moment. And who knows they I, tequila
2: and time differences and traveling. I just feel bad that like her major um, ally in all of this was pukey Eileen. I <laughs> really just couldn't be bothered because she was so sick I know she was like
3: really trying hard to be like you've never said that to me though but really I have to go <laughs> like right I, I know but like I can't be here anymore <laughs> like, Poor it's thing. like oh Eileen we've all been there I think we should just round out the episode though with Lisa Renna on that table
2: yes oh my god and that <laughs> is the perfect thing to talk about yeah because Erica Jane's newest music video just came out Expensive, xxx, oh, xxx. It's a, it's actually just it's two x's. x's yeah, which I'm yeah. Kind of like, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out like what statement is she making? Like yeah, more I than one know. x, but not three x's. Kisses. X, it's interesting. Female. Female. Oh, does xx oh, oh, Grace, our maybe. producer says it's for female. I'm sure that's what it is. I can think. Grace of no is really smart.
3: <laughs> stronger feminist than Erica Jane.
2: Of course. Oh, but it is funny because Out Magazine covered that her video had launched and they wrote this is the gayest thing you'll watch all day. <laughs> and they're they're kind of right. Oh, I love Erica
3: Jane. Um, yeah, so Lisa Rena's on that table and and To show how, like, kind of okay with everything Kyle is, she even says, well, that just forgave everything for you getting on the table and dancing. So I really think that
2: Kyle wasn't as upset as everyone wanted her to be, maybe? Well, she kind of explains it better in her own words, so Mm -hmm. let's let her do just that. Hi guys, it's Megan. And it's Rachel. And we are here with Kyle Richards. Yes, and her beautiful hair. Yes. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) So excited to have you. Thank you. So I know that Kyle by Lane 2 is alive and well in New York. How is it going?
4: It's doing really well. I'm so excited. I was really surprised because my partner said, um, you know, the Upper East Side could actually use, you know, our store over there. And it's our same customer that's in Southampton and we're there permanently now. Mm -hmm. So I thought, God, it seemed like there would be so many stores there. But apparently, they had a lack of stores, so we're doing really well over there. So I'm really happy. People are loving it.
2: Aside from the cold weather gear that New Yorkers need, what do you feel like the style-wise is different? The things that when you're buying for the it L.A. store versus New York. a very different feeling. New yeah. York
4: and L.A. just has a very different vibe. You know, people, you know, we don't. We carry some of the same things, but, you know, we have to obviously have warmer clothes here. I feel like we have a lot more color in, you know, Los yeah. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Southampton, we have more of a beachy vibe, like everything has a different feel and flavor to it, but sort of in sync. Yeah. Um, I love New York and the clothing and the style, like I get so excited because we don't always have a winter in LA. Right. So we get so excited, that's like, you know, a little, one little breeze and we're like, Ooh, break out the boots and a (laughs) scarf. (laughs) We're so desperate. (laughs) Uh,
2: we wanted
3: to
4: talk about your new show. Uh, will you be guest starring on it? How is it going? It's going really well. It's really exciting because, um, you know, obviously you go through all of this to make a pilot and people are like, it's so exciting. And I think a lot of people thought it was already a show. I'm like, yeah, but they didn't realize you could do this pilot, all this work, film it, and then it's done. But it got picked up. Yay! Oh my God, it's so exciting. Yeah, so we'll be making 12 episodes. We've already shot the pilot. Alicia Silverstone is playing the character of... My mother, which I have to clarify, she's not playing my mom in the show. Right. She's playing my mother's character to a 10-year-old Kyle. Right. I'm only behind the camera, wow. and it's a lot of fun. I just love it so much.
3: How active are you? Are you, like, on the set? Yeah.
4: I was on the set every day. A oh, wow. um, couple times I had, to, I had to miss two days of shooting when I was filming The Housewives in Punta Mita. Um, but other than that, I didn't miss anything. You know, I was involved with everything from choosing... You know, the director, the writer, um, wardrobe, you know, the cars they would drive, the location, hair, makeup, everything.
2: That's so fun. It was
4: really interesting.
2: Is it something you would want to keep
4: doing or? 100%. You know, I've been in television since I'm three or four years old and um, it's sort of been, you know, I never knew I'd end up in reality television and it's just some of this weird, like, evolved (laughs) situation. Now all of a sudden I'm behind the camera and I really, really love it. You know, I'm really particular, and, you know, I didn't realize I was going to be so, like, neurotic about every little thing, because it was really important to me in, you know, doing American Woman that it it was authentic, and that you really felt like you were in the 70s, which mm-hmm. is why, you know, I didn't want it to be flashing back to the 70s, I wanted you to be really in that moment, and I didn't want it to look like um, a costume party, or that 70s show, like a sitcom. So you had to be really careful because you walk a tight, you know, rope there with between looking costumey and authentic right. to the 70s. So, you know, I had to be on top of every little detail and I would just go crazy over, you know. But, you know, I'm with an amazing team with, honestly, probably the best in television. John Wells Productions, he's the one who does ER, West Wing, Shameless. Wow. I mean, he directed August of Osage County. I mean, nice. like, he, this is like, I'm, I have the best mentors I could ever imagine in television.
2: That's so crazy. I am so
4: excited to watch this now. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, I always was, but, like, your description of it is just so fascinating. Well,
4: I was like, the 70s is the best time. I Mm -hmm. mean, with the music and the fashion, and if we were going to be really authentic, I knew it would be an amazing show. And and talking to people, you know, after the, the project, you know, got the green light, they're like, there's nothing like this on television. I'm like, I know. How crazy is that? Yeah. So... Now well,
2: there is. <laughs> tell, tell us, tell people when they can watch it, when... I think we're looking at a
4: June 2017 to December, you okay. know, mm-hmm. that, that window right now, because right now we're in the writer's room, and, you know, coming up with the stories. It's It's inspired by, not based on, which I had to learn the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not, you know, some stories are things that actually really happen, and others are written by John Regie who wrote for, in the comeback, and 30 Rock, mm-hmm. oh. and yeah, so he's very talented, and... So it's just you know merging the, the two you know the reality and uh, you know fiction and making you know, just amazing characters and interesting stories that are true to that time because it's such a different time right. Time.
2: Totally. Since it was your it's like your perspective. Have your sisters weighed in at all, or is this sort of the thing you're like, it's mine? Back off! Like this is my <laughs> project.
4: Been involved at all? You know, um, yeah. No, I, I, I've always liked to write. And in my spare time, but not my blog.
2: (laughs) We'll get to that later. Yeah.
4: I like to write, but I don't like I like to write, like, you know, creative stuff. So a lot of time, I I very have, very seldom have alone time having four kids. Um, So when I am alone, it's when I'm driving after I've taken the kids to school. And in those times, I would write stories in my head or go back to when I was growing up and thinking, oh, that would be an interesting story. And we would open it like this. And I was sharing it with someone, you know, uh, who's actually a fan of the show that had asked to meet me and that's how it came about they're wow. like oh my god right. I love they're the like... stories you're saying this and that and then they literally called me 20 minutes later and said John Wells wants to make this tv show
1: and oh, I didn't know if crazy. I was going to make a movie
4: or a book or what I was going to do so I was just telling the stories so um yeah it's been very interesting oh <laughs> I no just, I'm trailing I'm like yeah just rambling on, on here <laughs> oh yeah no so it came about like that and then um they first said they wanted to make it a tv show I was like well oh, I don't know about that maybe yes I don't know but you know, it's just been my my own project. You know, I don't think my sisters really understood what it was in the beginning. I was you know explaining to them it's not a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> it is a scripted show inspired by you know, you know it's a fun show. You know, they first the announcement first said a dark comedy, which kind of implied it could be, I don't know, sketchy or something. Right. <laughs> but I mean, there's moments obviously that are not. You know, I was I did not have a traditional upbringing, so that's right. very clear in the show. Obviously, that's why they wanted to make it a TV show. But you know. It's just going to be a fun show. I'm not here to, like, torture anybody. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Well, let's switch gears to your other show. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. (laughs) Real Housewives of Beverly (laughs) Hills. Yes. (laughs) All right. Last week, it ended with Lisa Vanderpump telling you, Eden's not just coming up with this stuff on her own. She's been hearing a lot of things from Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna's been saying some crazy things about Kim. Yeah. And we see your face when Lee Serena walks into the home in Mexico, <laughs> and you're just like, "It's a face we all of us
4: went <laughs> oh, I have my glasses on, and normally, someone's coming to my home; they're my guest. You know, I would greet them. I just wasn't feeling it, so I just—I <laughs> I mean, I really was in the pool, and I don't love running around my <laughs> face. As, as I made very yeah. clear, so I was like, "No, sorry, I'm in the pool," and yeah, welcome. <laughs> and I just kind of like had a little sip of my margarita, went about my
2: business. What's going through your head at this moment, with well, Lisa Rinna? You know,
4: once Lisa Vanderbump told me what Eden had said to her about Lisa Renna, I was really struggling. Because um, I wanted to give Lisa Runa the benefit of the doubt, but I thought, well, this makes sense why Eden's, you know, been, like, I mean, so dramatic about, you know, and, you know, you know, invasive. (laughs) So, um, kind of putting two and two together and thinking, well, this is odd, you know, obviously she's going to be showing up here tomorrow, and I like her, you know, this is a big mess up of her talking like this, you know, she's obviously screwed up, and she's going to know it, but... I feel weird having her as my guest. And, you know, so I was in a weird position. And yet for me to pretend I never knew that was impossible.
3: Right. How do you hide that?
4: (laughs) How do you hide that? Exactly. So it was just, it was, you know, very uncomfortable.
3: Had you seen the footage of Lisa having that conversation? No. No. I didn't
4: see any of that footage until the show aired. Oh, wow. Of um, the conversation Lisa and I had with Eden in the store. And my first thought was, oh, my God what is my sister going to think when she sees this, and what are her children going to think? Oh, God. That's the thing. It's like, you know, you say something like that, and you're on this TV show, and, you know, millions of people are watching it, and that just gets people talking, and then, you know, it's just broken telephone, next thing you know, people are like, oh, do you hear? Kim Richards is a, a mess. And, like, she's worked really hard to get mm-hmm. to where she's at. So it
2: was very upsetting. Well, so Kathy has been a bit vocal on Twitter. She's just said a couple of things, or she's, like, <laughs> not happy with what yeah. she's been seeing Lisa Rena saying. What is Kim- Or Eden. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. What has uh, Kim's reaction been?
4: Kim is very upset with both mm-hmm. of them. Um, she thinks it's extremely irresponsible. She's always said, Lisa Rena always talks about me. Why does she always talk about me? She's always come out after me. You know, and then with Eden, she's like, my God, as a sober woman, she knows you're not supposed to have these judgments and say these things and put these, you know, things out there. I don't even know exactly. She said it in last week's episode. Mm -hmm. But um, so she's very, very, very upset. And which, you know, understandably so.
3: Of course, did seeing Eden and Lisa's conversation make more sense where Eden was coming from? Yes, but
4: I still believe that Eden, you know, she's, you know, a woman in her 40s, she's an adult, she didn't have to go and, you know, come fly at me with all, you know, you have to take everything with a grain of salt and make your own, you know, assessment when you, you know, finally get to know us. Then you can have an opinion. But I think that, you know, that was her mistake. I mean, I hear things about people all the time. I don't go, you know, jump on it and, you know, take the ball and run with it. (laughs) Yeah. So it would have been better if she had just sort of waited to get to know us.
2: Right. Um, okay, I'm, Portia wisely asked once in your closet, who's better, Lisa, Renda, <laughs> or Vanderbilt? I almost died when she said yeah. that.
4: <laughs> it was so funny, and you could hear the cameraman laugh, <laughs> because it's just hilarious. There's so little, these things flat in their mouth, and I was like, "Ha!" Ah. anyway, I was hoping they weren't going to use it. Of course they used it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they both teased her endlessly about that. Lisa Vanderpump was like,
2: oh, you. Can, how did you say that, poor she? And then Lisa Vanderpump was like, give me five, poor she. <laughs> so who do you trust more?
4: Oh, my God, who do I trust more? Well, obviously Lisa Vanderpump went in a very good place, and she wouldn't, you know, talk like that about my sister, Kim. Um, and, you know, it's hard, you know, with Lisa Vanderpump. I don't like the things she said. I really don't. And um, she has told me, I'm not going to talk like that about your sister again and I apologize and it was wrong and I'm the kind of person you said to me, I believe you mm-hmm. and and then I forgive and I move on and then it happens again and you're like, oh my gosh, but it's hard because I, I actually like Lisa Serena, like, so like, ugh. if I didn't like her, it would be very easy, you know, mm-hmm. done, goodbye, walk away, but I need her to stop doing all those things because, you know, don't make me have to choose between my sister and you because obviously okay. we know what that choice is going to be. Right, there's one answer to that question. There's one answer
3: to that question, right, exactly. Right. Uh, Yeah, I kind of, again, you and Lisa have had ups and downs, you know, and I have loved watching this season, Lisa just kind of being, and you being kind of just ride or die for each other. Like, Mm -hmm. when you're not there, Lisa will be like, I'm shutting this down. I'm not talking about this. You're completely wrong. Is it, have you seen, did you know that that was going on? What is it like watching that? Well,
4: you know, obviously we're like the last (laughs) men standing of seven years. It feels (laughs) like um, we've been in the show for, for seven years together. And I think there's been times where it's been difficult to have a friendship on the show, as you can see. It's mm-hmm. the nature of the beast. And we've finally learned, like, there was times I'm like, why would you say that on camera to try to put doubt in people's mind about me? And then, so then I would retaliate, and then she would retaliate. It was like this vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. We're like, what is happening here? You know, I know you're a better person than I, I, know I am. You know, we cannot, we've got to, like, stick together. She's always said that. I've always said that. So we've worked through our things and you know, now I've said her if you're ever upset, I just want you to come to me and say, I don't like this or this bothered me. I can't have it, you know, this the passive aggressive on camera situation. I love you too much for that. And we've kinda like just, you know, said we're never gonna let that happen again. And basically when something comes up, I'm like, That's not gonna happen again. That doesn't mean she doesn't tease me and I'm gonna tease her. <laughs> She's like, I'm not talking to you because of that comment you made. Uh, and I said Lisa will like say something, Oh, it's a joke. I'm like, but that, I would say that to your face. You do say, oh, you know, you make a little jab, and then you say, oh, I'm joking, darling. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't say anything in my interviews that I wouldn't, you know, tease her about to her face. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's, you know with the show's like that. We can't just be like all sipping tea and saying, oh, how lovely. Everyone looks 24 7.
2: Otherwise, who wants to watch that? Well, that's. <laughs> and it's, we're telling the truth. <laughs> right. That's why I feel it must be easier on your relationship with Kim to maybe not both be on the show. At and the same time, like that that has to kind of add that layer to things
4: well, I think that you see a very different personality in me when the stuff's going on with my sister. It was really hard for me to think about going forward doing the show without Kim you know last year she didn't you know she was in rehab and taking care of herself so the timing was you know not right for her to do the show but um, I like having Kim on the show, and, you know, if you ask my kids who their favorite housewife is, they say Kim. Aww. Everything that she says in their interviews, they die laughing. Like, Kim oh, was, like, she funny, she doesn't even know she's funny. Right. <laughs> she says the funny, like, she doesn't, when she said, Lisa, Runa, you know, why don't you eat a piece of bread and calm down, she does not know that's going to be funny. Like, everybody <laughs> says it just, like, memes all the time. <laughs> She's just like, you know, I, I'm not wearing panties. like, she just is so funny without knowing she's funny, and she's just so kooky. So my kids just love watching the show, and I think the audience really does too. So yeah. But when there's that heaviness and the issues, I'm a completely different person. And a lot of people said to me, oh, you're so, you know, you're like, you don't feel as heavy. You know, it seems uh, like you're like laughing more or whatever, because stuff's fine with her too. So it's not like, you know, definitely felt it in the past.
2: Right. I mean, I right, cried
4: so much on the show. It's so embarrassing. And I would say I'm not gonna cry no matter what. And there was times I'd start to cry, and I'd leave the room because I didn't want the cameras to see me. Um, and I still would end up people saying, "Oh my god, she's crying again." I was so mortified. But um, see, I and, felt
2: like I mean, of course you were crying. I know,
4: but it's... like you know, when you're on a show and people are you know watching, you know, you know they make they're making fun of me. They're yeah. making. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, my sister yeah. Kathy called me dying laughing. She's like, <laughs> "I just saw a website that calls you Cryle." <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and I'm like I'm so embarrassed I can't I don't know what to do I'm just so emotional and I'm a very emotional person right but this season I couldn't stop laughing when I shouldn't be yeah so there was times where we were in Hong Kong and Dorit and Eden no sorry Dorit and Erica got into an argument and Lisa Vanderbilt we started to laugh and I was like oh my god because I think we've been through so much on the show and had such intense drama that what they were fighting about didn't seem like a big deal to me. And to see them getting so worked up, I don't know what happened. So I start to laugh. So I turn my back and then Lisa Vanderbilt starts to oh, laugh. God. And next thing you know, we're like...
3: <laughs> and it's like church giggles. you just like, Church yeah. giggles.
4: Yeah, same thing on the plane flying to Hong Kong. We were told by the flight attendant please be quiet because we're laughing too much. Oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my that's God. so funny. We, Dorit came to sit with us, to talk to us on the plane. And we all could not stop laughing. I mean, crying, laughing. And next thing you know, Dorit... Lings her head back to laugh and falls off the side of the the seat and landed in the aisle (laughs) with her wine glass under it. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, so we do have fun too. It sounds like it. (laughs) Yes.
0: BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arcia Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What if everyone at work were an expert communicator? What if every doc, message, and email they wrote was perfectly clear and concise? Inbox numbers would drop, customer satisfaction scores would rise, and everyone would be more productive. And Grammarly's personalized on-brand writing help is built in everywhere your team works across 500,000 apps and websites. Plus, it's safe, secure, and already IT-approved. Join 70,000 teams who trust Grammarly with their words and their data. Learn more at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.
2: Uh, So,
4: then you're a fan of Dory? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of Dory. I find her to be um, very honest you know, maybe people, you know, don't like what she's saying, but she's honest. And if someone's honest, I can live with that all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like people say to me, how do you do the show so long? And, you know, how do you handle the criticism? If I'm being true to myself, even if the audience doesn't like it, I can live with myself. Mm -hmm. It's the couple of times over these seven years that I don't feel I was true to myself that I really regretted, like Game Night season two or you know, mm. a couple other times I don't need to remind everyone about. No, but, no, yeah, remind us. Uh, <laughs> like, no, really, I'm good. No, but, like, um, I can live with myself no matter what. Like, people say that. You know, How do you make that comment about Lisa Vanderpump making jabs? Because guess what? It's the truth. And I would say it to her mm. face. So, I, you know, people give me heat for that. And I just, I don't care. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. And Doreen's honest. And I like that about her. You know, some people come into the show and they're full of it. You can tell right away. And In their interviews are talking. You're like, you are so full of it. I can't even deal with you. That's... I can't tolerate in my personal life and on the show so which category does Eden fall into Eden like I said I think she's a nice person I think she comes from a good place I think she made bad choices and you know you're on a TV show and she's gonna be highly criticized and I actually feel very bad um, the way people are being mean to her on Twitter I don't like it at all Um, people don't realize how much it hurts and you know how can it affect someone and it's so, I mean, there's times I'm like, I'm going to call her, I, you know, because we're not really, like, talking, like, we're not not talking, I mean, but, I mean, you have to remember this was shot a while ago, and right. uh, I didn't know the thing she was saying. Right. But, and then I go to, like, call her, and then I see a tweet, like, about, about the women on the show, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to wait on that note. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think that she is coming from a good place, you know, it's hard to navigate, you know, being on a show like this, and I think she probably wishes she hadn't said and done the thing she did. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um, well, we were talking about uh, your trip to Hong Kong. Can you tease any? We and we saw this like big tease at the end of last night's episode where Erica had blonde hair and the you don't know what I deal with every night. Can you right. tease anything that's coming up?
4: Well, that was oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> us us and boats do not do well. <laughs> Like we would get on the boat. I'm like every time we get on a boat, I feel like we're lost at sea. There's gonna be an argument. I'm gonna. Either, my choice is either just sit here and deal with it or jump overboard. Um, yeah. So that was the you know a very um emotional night, and Erica and Dory really really got into it that night because there was there's been a lot of um tension and like lack of good. trust since the whole I you know I hate to use the word I hate the word panties more than anything, <laughs> panty gate is what they called it. So. Um, you know, ever since that happened, there was this underlying, yeah, it was they were that always be, there. You can yeah, feel it for sure, for sure. So it's sort of like all came to they're very different. Mm-hmm. You know, Dorit wears her heart on her sleeve and says whatever, and just you know, just everything flies out of her mouth. And Erica's very reserved, so you have two very different personality types. And I like both, so I was, you know, I always dread when this happens because when you're on a TV show like this, people expect you to, deci- to decide with one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: The cast, meaning the two that are in the argument, and a lot of times the audience too. They also want you to. Well, guess what? I like them both. So I mean, so Lisa Vanderpump and I—we were both sitting there, you know, watching all this, you know, arguing. And here we've been on the show for so long, and we were literally—we were like, ah, ah, we were, we. And then we just sat back and watched them arguing. It was so intense. And later, I looked at Lisa. I'm like, <laughs> we're just sitting here, like watching, like what is going on? It's so crazy. But um. You know, it's just it was a very dramatic night and then a lot mm-hmm. of tears all night long. And I think Dorit was up all night long that night. Wow. So, you know, it's her it was her first trip with the women. Was right. it? Or no Oh I guess. Punta Mita would yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, but this was out the husbands. Yeah. That's Events never good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They keep you ladies sane. <laughs> Lisa and I, Vanderpump and I were fighting hard to bring our husbands. And we just got shut down. They're yeah. like, no, it's an all-girls trip. We're like, it would be a little weird if we only brought Ken and Mauricio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry couldn't go, and Tom couldn't go. So we're like, okay, fine. Uh. I loved when they went around on those um, in Paris. On oh, the Segways. Like segways, <laughs> Ken and Mauricio. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cute. We've gone a lot of fun places on the show. Yeah. You know, over the seven years, I was talking with someone the other day about that. Because, you know, I used to have such a fear of flying. I missed out on so many amazing, you know, opportunities mm. and, you know, exciting things going on. I remember my niece Paris was going to do Oprah Winfrey show, and she asked me to go with her. I couldn't get on the plane. Mm. And I was like, I cannot believe I didn't go to meet Oprah. <laughs> so, um, you know, on the show, after going through hypnotherapy and having to travel more because of the show, we've gone to so many, you know, amazing places. And it's That's all awesome. documented. Yeah. Paris and Dubai. Yes. And Hong Kong and
2: Mexico. And very exciting. Yes. So, before we started recording, you were complaining about writing your blog this week. Apologizing. <laughs> Which yeah. is funny, because Housewives sometimes will come and, like, hey, did you get my blog? What'd you think? Did you read it? Oh, they're, like, eager about yeah. it. Yeah.
4: Oh, my gosh. I'm so... Well, it's... This sounds maybe not good to say, but after being on the show for seven years, I forget to watch. Yeah. we get the link to watch the episode. Now I have to say link, because we used to get a DVD in the mail. Right. Um, back in the olden days, yeah. seven years ago. Um, and now we get a link on the Thursday before the show airs on Tuesday. And a lot of times, if I miss the email, I won't remember till the day the show's aired. and I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't seen the show. Yeah. I mean, so crazy. And then I'm like, I don't know who said what about me. Who's done what to me? <laughs> and then it's hard. it's hard to write the blog because you have to sit with the show, you know, watch it. Stop. Pause it. Yeah. And write mm-hmm. your thoughts on each little section. But if I just watch it and randomly write something, I'm like, oh, I forgot to mention so and so, or oh, right. I forgot to write about Erica, you yeah. know, or acting on Eileen's show, or, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. It when you have four kids and five dogs, oh, it's right? Like- <laughs> Sitting down like me, so like oh, I love to write my blog. I'm like yeah, because you sit there sipping your tea. Yeah, you <laughs> have kids to get off to school. It's like a relaxing time for you. I don't find it relaxing at all. That's so funny, and you're always gonna piss somebody off, right? Too, so. Oh yeah. I
2: mean, it's, like, always 50% of the reunion drama is, like, based around the blog. By the way, I haven't read one person's blog this season. Good for you. Is that good? Yeah. You know what?
4: Actually, I think last year I had to say, I better look at the blog so I know what's coming at me. Yeah. Uh, I don't read the blogs. Yeah, I don't read the blogs. So, my sister Kim, I said to her because she was upset, I said, well, why don't you blog? And you can, you know, talk about... You know, she's like, oh, I am too upset to blog. And I said, well, you could live tweet, which she's never done. She goes, what does that mean? How do you do that? I'm like, tweet while the show's on. (laughs) She, like, didn't know what I meant by that. So next thing I know, I look at Twitter. My sister's, like, you know, going off (laughs) on Serena and Eden. And then she writes to me, oh, that's actually kind of fun. I was like, oh, great. So... I'm sure yeah. Eden and Lisa Rinna didn't think yeah. it was funny, but Kim was like, it was like therapy for her. That's so you know? funny. Right like
3: to get your thoughts out there.
4: Yeah, and then my sister Kathy chimed in too. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned my sister Kathy and Twitter, Amy Phillips, who you know, yeah. Famous for imitating all the housewives. I did her podcast and she said to me, your sister Kathy's very interesting. She uses Twitter like a voicemail, like an answering machine. Kyle, are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Which she does. My sister Kathy will be like, Kyle, pick up your phone. You know, anyone (laughs) know where Kyle is? (laughs) Or does anyone know where Kyle is? Can you tell her to call me? She says this. I'm not kidding. And then the other day, she tweeted a phone number. She goes, I thought it's only the person I'm tweeting to that can see it.
3: Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. And and people are sending me direct
4: messages, like, you know, people that follow me on Twitter. Uh, You may want to tell your sister she's just posting people's phone numbers on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. She's just clueless like that. That's so funny. She just learned a text last year.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's a miracle. (laughs) I know. It's totally a miracle. <laughs> we love her. We love Kim. Yes. We love you. We love your blog. So keep sending them in.
4: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I know. And I was gonna write it yesterday, but didn't happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh you get my a god! Cast. You're yeah. in New York. Yeah. It's fine. Enjoy yourself. I have
4: to do it. I have to do it. I promise. The fans that watch the show really want yeah. you write the blog.
2: Yeah, I, I, I the see blog. them go after you guys yeah. sometimes on Twitter. Like, where's, where's your, your blog? blog? Yeah. Oh, but the funny thing is, is that if you are, you know. At
4: you know, in the center of the drama, they think, you know, I mean, maybe some housewives do do this. They think there's a reason why I'm not. Like, I'm waiting to see what people say, and then I'm going to write my book. Yeah, they don't get that. I just don't have the time, and I'm, like, overwhelmed. So, yeah, I'm like, no, I swear it's not because
2: of that. Right. Mm -hmm.
4: Although that's a really good idea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Kyle, as you could hear, was a great interview. But she's far from being our only Bravo celebrity that's done an interview with us. You can check out the rest of our Bravo Leb interviews at SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. So subscribe now so you never miss an episode.
3: Yeah, and we'll put the link to all of our amazing interviews in the description. Looking fine and I got my girls with me.
2: Alex
1: Ryder is back
2: Hello Alex We have a lot
0: of work to do
1: To face his greatest challenge yet We have an active threat They can wipe out an entire city
0: People are gonna die Now he's running out of time We have three days to find and destroy He doesn't know who he can trust
1: We're not your enemies
4: We never have been
0: Everything I've been told has been lies And our future is in his hands The truth can be complicated On April 5th... This weapon is capable of inflicting 100,000 deaths in a heartbeat. The danger is everywhere. Scorpio no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world is not black and white. All we really have are the people we trust.
2: Alex Ryder, Season 3, streaming free April 5th. Stream Seasons 1 and 2 free now.